from Australia, from the palatial yet not overly ostentatious Bill Show Studios. It's time for the Bill Show Politics this week. And now, here are your hosts, Bill and Randy. Hello, Randy. Oh, hello, William. How are you? Long time no talk. I'm doing. I'm t- a whole week. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> we're we're doing one kind of early this time. I I, I don't know. We've, I guess we have some time on we've our not hands. Not only turned over a new leaf, we've turned over the entire tree. We that's right. That's right. You, we want we want to do this. You found something weekly. Not not like we we we're, we're, we're thinking about yeah, that. No, we're I, not I, weekly I like t- without you, strength. Uh, weekly like in frequency. <laughs> More often, more often. Here's what I'm thinking, yeah, guys. Yeah. This is uh, this is what I'm thinking, and I don't know uh, if I'm I'm personally very excited about. Uh, I I told you guys uh, earlier that I uh, you know that I lost my wife last year, and uh, it's been a rough year. Uh, I am going to take leave, and I'm going to travel about Australia in a van. And do the show on the road. Willie. So. You watched New Nomadland, <laughs> didn't you? And it, it got to you. I did. I saw <laughs> Nomadland. It got said, to you. That's it, man. <laughs> the charm of shitting in a bucket with Francis McDormand just enchanted <laughs> oh, me. Oh, yeah. I was taken by that. But, you know, here we have what are called the gray nomads. It's actually a, a, a section of society. Yeah. That, that yeah they, I know. They, they have- I, I know friends of mine that are gray nomading around Australia. And they have particular so places I've, they stop and. And things like that, yeah. I don't know, man. I that's a just a voyage of discovery, and I'm going to take this entire show on the road. I'm going to take you guys with me. Yeah, I'll be there. So I'll, I'll be there I, on, you know, online. Yeah, yeah, you'll be there. All my friends out there, if you, if you, if you've been listening to this podcast, we'll still talk about politics. But I'll, I'll yeah, what we're planning to do is set up our Patreon thing because I'm going to be on a, on unpaid leave. You see. <laughs> So, so anything that you can it's, give me would be it's great. It's called a tin cup. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a tin cup. It is a tin fucking cup. But here's the idea: uh, basically, is that uh, you know that I go around and uh, you know those people who join our little club, uh, Randy and my uh, I will produce exclusive content just for you, including videos and all. You can, you explore Australia with me. That's right. By sponsoring our show, I will I will check in with you. I will show you what I see. It's a beautiful country, and uh, you know we're gonna work out a sponsor thingship thing. And uh, I keep saying I'm gonna get my Patreon up, get my Patreon up, and then for those people who subscribe to us for not a lot of money, uh, you will become with a family, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll show you my. <laughs> no, don't show them that, Bill. Don't show them that. Okay. Anyway, that's the idea. That's the a good idea. idea. I don't know why I was like, yeah, I think so too. I got to find my smile. Yeah, and just make sure the bu- make sure the bucket's not sort of like going to tip over while you're on it. You know. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're back again. Yeah. And if you didn't think we'd have anything to talk about, dumb and, du- well, dumb and dumber, uh, or dumb and dumbest, are back. Oh yeah. Yeah, Dumb and Dumbest are back, and uh, let's uh, let's 
Start with the news. You want to start with the news, Randy? Okay, music, please. From the Fix It In Post Orchestra. Uh, yeah, here they come. From the Fix It In Post Orchestra, right here at the massive Bill Show facility, yeah. comes the most recent news from the political scene in Washington, D.C., by way of Australia. Um, <laughs> something happened that was absolutely hilarious that I have to share with you. This is the number one thing that I think was hilarious. Uh, I, I have never seen uh, Mike Mike Pence. Yeah, the old silver fox. <laughs> Ali, alias Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> I like to call him that. He always was kind of sitting there in the room, but he was, I always looked in his face and it was just this blankness. <laughs> I don't know. Apart uh, from the fly. The fly like made of, things interesting. Admit, yeah, the fly admit, just the fly lands on him. The you know? fly was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's impervious. He's impervious to any humiliation. And I found that out the other day when I turned on my television when I was in lockdown. Uh, clicked on the Morning Joe program, or as I'm coming to refer to that. it as. Oh, do I do I do it because I hate my head. Morning blow. Joe and Mazurka. Uh, okay, but name Mazurka or something. Morning blow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, this this is what greeted me when I turned on the news. This is the most hilarious thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, here it is. This is our former leader, Mike Pence. We're going to have to fight much harder. And Mike Pence is going to have to come through for us. And if he doesn't. That will be a, a sad day for our country. You know, President Trump and I have spoken many times since we left office. And I don't know if we'll ever see eye to eye on that day. Now, uh, we, we here at The Bill Show want to clarify something for Mike. So camera three, Mike Pence, okay? I, I, I heard what you just said. I, I, I know you really like him and all. But he sent a frigging mob to kill you. <laughs> I don't know. They erected a gallows. I'm not fucking kidding. A real honest to goodness, yeah. Wyatt Earp, we don't like your kind around here, boy. Fucking gallows. <laughs> Outside where yeah. you were with your family. I don't think he's that yeah. fucking into you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't think we're ever going to see eye to eye about oh, that either. Oh, the cravenness. It's like, it's like if you could have a film that was the opposite of Profiles and Courage. It's like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pro profiles. Pro profiles in, in slurry guts. <laughs> just, you know, just profiles in mush. You know, it's like... <laughs> of course, then again, Mike Pence. Mike Pence is always sitting there in the background. Mike Pence is, I, I see him in all the shots during the Trump administration. I swear to God, he, he is so non-expressive. He is so absolutely cellophane. <laughs> that I'm sure his parents yeah. didn't notice he was there for the first 10 years of his life. <laughs> Hey, Randy. Yeah. Randy. Yes, yes Willie. You yes. remember Remember last week we were talking about uh, that 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 uh, law in Texas? 
Oh, yes. You mean the gun law that we were talking about last week? I'll, I'll cue up your memory there. Uh, I just wanted to follow up a little bit on this one. Uh, um, <laughs> last week, this was the story I read, uh, was... Uh, to kind of start things off, lawmakers in Texas approved allowing people to carry handguns without a license in the background check and the training to go with it. <laughs> so that's what Abbott did yeah. this week. Well, <laughs> makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I don't know how obvious this is, but three days later, Dateline Houston. A mother has been charged with accidentally shooting her five-year-old son while trying to shoot a dog that was running across the street in North Houston, according to the police. Mm. The incident happened at 700 Durham Road Saturday afternoon. Mm. Uh, Miss Mia Vargas, 24, has been charged with a deadly conduct with a firearm. According to neighbors, Vargas, her son, and another family member went out riding bikes down the street when the dog ran out. Miss Vargas clarified her statement this evening. Well, ever since the governor's statement, I've been trying to up my game. I actually was trying to get the kids on the bikes and the dog with one shot. You know how hard that is? (laughs) The governor's office released a statement that said, I quote, We wish to thank Miss Vargas for her support of Texas's Hunger Games. She will progress to the Thunderdome Kill or Be Killed Grudge Match Championship. Hail Texas. Give offerings and your children long live the games, unquote. Um, I'm sorry, is that cruel? Uh, yeah, well, well, no, it's not. It's not really. It's, uh, uh, Texas was also the place where that, uh, that woman was pushing her son around in the shopping trolley and he pulled the pistol out of her bra holster and shot her in the face. Oh, my God. She was actually a nuclear, one, a nuclear you physicist, know, I, you know? Um, yeah. Right. You, you remember that when it was last year, yeah. I mean, this, yeah. this place is nuts. The place is nuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I went to Texas when I was a kid. I went, yeah, I I went, went to Fort Worth I went there when I was a teenager, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful state. I mean, Wonderful. it's gorgeous. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, next uh, thing that we have in the news, ladies and gentlemen, is something that you knew was coming. Yeah. And we thought we'd mention this. Trump's advisors reportedly think he's gone completely mad. Oh, delusional! <laughs> delusional was the word they used. Delusional, yeah, like delusional. Cuckoo. And of course, you and I, and everybody who's been listening to this show for a long time, man, he passed go fucking four years ago, five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> and Come not, on, yeah, what an idiot! He's gone completely mad. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go there. That's his permanent fucking address, yeah. and has been for every time. See, ever since the eighties, uh, the MAGA Messiah is having a really hard time fading into obscurity down in Mar-a-Lago. CNN Jim Acosta revealed that Trump is beginning to believe some truly disturbing conspiracies that pose it that he may be able to retake the presidency sometime this year, sometime August. in August. August. They're saying August. August. This is according to Q, but I'm really sure it's just Putin's guys fucking with him. (laughs) 
Watch that. Why don't we tell Donald? He'll be back again. Yeah, we'll America. poke, poke him again. Poke, poke the American August. bear with a stick. Poke this American bear with a stick and watch him jump. Get me, get me a drink. I got to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> just, now I humiliate the shit out of him. Go yeah. ahead, Donnie. Uh, I am bored with the pee-pee tape. I want to see something <laughs> new, yeah. I, I, There's nothing to sneeze at, sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> what he's been doing over the staff several weeks, this is goes on with the story, <laughs> oh my god, I'm allergic. Yeah. What he's been doing over the last several weeks is reaching out to advisors and allies, and they are basically been trying to talk him off the ledge. Why? No, jump, <laughs> jump, you bastard, jump. <laughs> Trump has been asking, as I was told by one source, what do you think of this theory? Maybe it's true. Maybe it's <laughs> <laughs> My fairies and elves. You, Trump is listening to all kinds of things these days, and he's trying to grasp his straws to see if there is some way to get back in the White House. So it does seem that the former president is not letting this lie. Alcosta continued, he's reaching out to people, and people at this point are trying to talk him back into the real world, which is, real world, which is, of course, not where he has been residing lately. <laughs> It's more of a rub, rubber room, actually, isn't it? Yeah. No, no. Uh, we here at the Bill Show know exactly where he's been. In fact, we have we have a tape of uh, of Donnie uh, down in Mar-a-Lago. Oh, you're this not going to play is, that. Are you? You're not going to play that. Oh, uh, this is the one that was leaked to us by you promised, uh, you people. You promised you wouldn't play it. Yeah. Okay. We know exactly where Donald's been. Uh, here, listen to the tape. The land of chocolate. Chocolate, half price. La, 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 Trump is alone snorting Adderall in a world of chocolate. <laughs> and next, ladies and gentlemen, just days before, uh, this is uh, from Oregon, which you think is going to be a very lefty place, but get a load of this. Uh, the Oregonians, uh, let's see, just days before, uh, days before Representative Mike Nearman helped protesters breach the capital of Oregon, uh, these guys were armed protesters, a Republican trying to, I don't know, redo the greatest hits of January 6th in his state capitol. Well, it <laughs> didn't work as well as he kind of wanted it to. Uh, just days before, Mike Newman uh, helped armed protesters enter the closed Oregon Capitol building in December, engaging fellow lawmakers and Capitol employees. He coached constituents on the exact steps to get help in, to help get in. A video shows Nearman, a Republican from outside Independence, walking constituents through the step-by-step process of where to stand, how to text him, what help he would provide. Where do I? Where do I? Yeah, yeah. man. He does. He does so with a wink and a nod, interspersing the instructions with disclaimers that you know I'm really not doing this. 
<laughs> I'm not really giving you up the cell number and tells them this. It's all it's all hypothetical. It's hypothetical. It's if hypothetical. I was to give you a cell number, yeah. this would it be? <laughs> that he knows nothing about the yeah. planned Operation Hall Pass, and that nothing like that will ever actually actually happen. And if anybody says, uh, I will deny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will deny any knowledge of your action. Your tape will self-destruct in 10 seconds. <laughs> uh, this is what he said on the video. He said, we're talking about setting up Operation Hall Pass, which obviously I named myself because I'm cunning, in which, which I don't know anything about, which I don't know anything about. If you accuse me of knowing anything about it, I'll deny it. <laughs> this is what he yeah. says. But there would be some person's cell phone, which might be, and then he recites the cell phone number. <laughs> Unfortunately, once again, the conspiracy between Darwin and the shrinkage of every Republican's brain has stood in the way of <laughs> Representative Mike, realizing that they were recording uh. him with their phones on a video where he is seen speaking. You know, giving somebody a wink and a nod when saying something bad only works if no one sees you winking and nodding. <laughs> you see, ladies and gentlemen, like many Republicans, Mike is a moron. <laughs> Even a even at being a demonstration, you know, the demonstrations that if you look at January 6th and you look at the Republican demonstrations as as demonstrations and activists, man, you guys fucking suck. You just suck. Liberals know how to protest. It's a miracle you fucking Cro-Magnon dumb fucks manage to dress yourselves in the morning, for fuck's sake. Sorry, I'm just... <laughs> yeah. How, what, how do you not... Because that's the thing, man, is these people at the Capitol were taping themselves committing a felony. (laughs) And that's the whole point. It's that fucking entitlement, man. It's just that total entitlement. I'm entitled to do any shit. Mm. Any shit. Liberals and Democrats are afraid of what shit they might do. Really, seriously. They, we, we do nothing but hem and haw to ourselves. Oh, well, I mean, God, is that going to hurt someone? Not the Republicans. <laughs> no. They're out there. They hate it. They're proud of it. They'll tape it. <laughs> Fuck them. Anyway, that is my bit. Let's go to a break. Well, that leads perf- perfectly into my bit. Too. Yeah, okay. We'll be back with Randy's rant in just a minute. On show 272. That's right. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, because it's time once again for Randy's Rant. It's rant time. Shawing, shawing, shawing. Wow, you just hurt me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I nearly poked my own eye out. Yeah, well, poked my eye out, boy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Time to be inappropriate. Yeah, um, that's 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 my half of the show. That's your. Right. You won't let me play my song, you know. Come on, baby, warm my wiener. Or no, uh, no, I won't. My my girlfriend's pussy, but you can listen to them on Spotify. Um, <laughs> yeah, now I've got. 
Jesus. I've got, there's actually an entire uh, 18 plus section of songs mm. from the 30s. Uh, they were, they, our grandparents, man, they were risque. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they were, yeah, they didn't beat around the bush. Well, actually, they did beat around the okay, bush. Okay, thank you, fun. Randy. Okay. And what do you uh, have thank for Thank you, Randy. Okay, now, uh, continuing on from your story about the, the January 6th, Insurrection, it's called now. Yeah. Insurrection. Yeah. Uh, I actually nearly got whiplash when I heard an interview yes. from a professor at the University of Chicago. Oh, okay. Who actually had looked at the demographics of the people who were at the uh, uh, insurrection. There were 800 people took part. Yeah. And 420 of them have been arrested. So over half. Yeah. So by looking at the demographics of that group, he's got a pretty damn good cross section. Okay. Yeah. Now these these you know most some of these statistics we would have guessed just by watching the television. Yeah. Um, of the four hundred and twenty people who were arrested, ninety three percent of them were white. No shit. And really? Yeah. And eighty. <laughs> and 80, hang on, hang on a minute. At eighty six percent of them were male yeah yeah okay. testosterone that, all that, over that, that demonstration man yeah yeah i think we all would have yeah. uh, gathered that just by watching the news now it starts getting interesting yeah two-thirds of them were over 34 mm. and in fact 45 uh in fact the majority were in their early 40s and 50s so these were not young people no nah. Okay, these Old are fathers ass boomers. and grandfathers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, 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 listen to this. What? 45% of them yeah. were business owners, CEOs, doctors, lawyers, and accountants. No. So these are all, 45% of them would have been tertiary educated. No shit. Only, yeah, only 7% were unemployed, which is the, actually the U.S. average. So that statistically, we would have thought, oh, they're all just a welfare... Uh, uh, you know, bogans and things. They're not. Only 7% were unemployed. 90% of them are not affiliated with any political party apart from possibly the GOP. None of them were, 90% uh, of them were not, uh, you, you know, your, your good old boys or any of those uh, proud boys, any of those groups. Yeah. Okay. Did now, it say how many of them were thing. evangelicals? No, uh, I didn't get that deep into I'd it. I'd be I can, curious. I can, I'll, I can get the, yeah. Here's another thing for yeah. you. I would not think with 45% of them being uh, tertiary educated or above that they were. But here's one for you. The primary driver, what did you think was the primary driver yeah. of, of, of that? The, the, the real deep down reason those people rose? Deep down reason? What was it? Well, yeah, yeah. It, with that stats, with, by the way, those stats really do surprise me <laughs> but then, yeah, then it's yeah. I mean, then i've basically gone to what it's really about well it's not about economic then it's about race <laughs> it's about right it's, it's about, about race, race man yeah, it's about okay. it's called it's called it, they've identified this in the surveys they did three studies of the data it's called the great replacement yeah replacing the rights of white Americans yeah. with the rights of minorities. Oh, it's as simple as that. The great replacement. It's not the big steal. 
It's the big replacement. They are so afraid mm. that the pendulum is going to swing and knock their heads right off. Well, you I know, mean, we're, we, you, it, it, you and I live in a multicultural nation. Yeah. Australia has got over 170 nationalities. We're proud of them. The, the diversity of, 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 of colors and the diversity of food. Yeah. And fashion and all of that, people. Well, they have that uh, in the United States. To, we have diversity yeah. in the United States. The difference is. Yeah, but they try to assimilate. But the thing is, is in America, you try to assimilate as fast as you can. That's true. That's that's much true. You get the Mac. Yeah. You get the you get the truck. You get the hat. Yeah. You get that. You try to be, uh, you know, Joe Punch Clock. Here, you know, you see, walk down the street, you'll see saris, you'll see hijabs, you'll see them all, and yeah. it's it's not a big deal. But I think it's all, um, I think it's also, you know, I mean, um, uh, you're looking at a lot of people. I I keep tying it in with uh, the. Uh, I I bet you would. You know what? What's that? I really, really would be interested in is that how many what's of them. That? Are Fox viewers? Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll go. I'll go. Uh, I don't. I'll I'll go back to the the base data. I don't think that they went that far. But there were three studies done. Yeah. And I will have a look. I don't think that a lot of those people would watch Fox News, but a lot of them would be Republicans uh, and would be staunch Republicans, and they think they think that by following the Republican lead and following Trump. Yeah. They can avoid the great replacement. Well, no, they it's can't. It's not the stealing the election. Yeah, yeah. It's going to change. They can't avoid it, but that they, 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 yeah, they can't avoid it, but they want to. That's well, they're the politically wall. quite scared, they and they should be. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. there are a lot of people in the Republican Party who have known that uh, their key, their since Nixon, their entire strategy is the Southern strategy. That's depending yeah. on the aggrievement of white males. And that is never more exactly. essentially true than when you're talking about the Fox audience. There is yeah. a, a an amazing kind of butchness to the Fox male audience, you know. And, you know, you look at these 50, 60-year-old guys sitting in their fucking dens, nothing else to do, especially if they've... Except Chris Williams. I don't understand uh, uh, Chris, um, the, the Fox announcer that... Um, Actually, does um, is not uh, is actually quite uh, anti uh, 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 the the Murdoch line. What's his name? Is it Chris? Um, no, that was Shepard Smith, Williams? and he's gone. Yeah, but no, it's Chris. Anyway, yeah, uh, I've got a clip from him. I've got a clip from him which I'll play now. Right. Okay. Uh, now, uh, just a couple of little uh, uh, sidelines, uh, bits of news. A seventy-year-old Trump supporter, yes, has been arrested for pooping on a Democrat neighbor's lawn and has been doing it for over 10 years <laughs> and was finally caught. For 10 years he was finally caught. Uh, How's that? <laughs> and here's another one. You know, this was, last week was Pride Week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a homeowner who's been flying the uh, uh, Pride flag since 2016. Yeah. Uh, was recently forced to remove it due to the local homeowners association really who can for, force you to do things in America. And, uh, why they passed, a, they passed a rule that you're only permitted to display American flags on your house. They can do that. 
You know, it's like they, they that actually is, take yes, that. If I live in that area, that would be just an invitation for me to fuck with you. <laughs> just know, an invitation it's, it's for like, me to it's, fuck it's with like you. The, it's like the local council here. The local council yeah. here can say, you, you can have this, you can have that in America. It's the Homeowners Association. Well, you know, I mean, and Americans, they, they have a, Americans love their flags. I swear to God, yeah. man, you know, I I went back there at post 9 11, and it was just like, I, I, do you suddenly not know which country you're in? Because there was like, fly, it's just like the red, white, and Flags blue. every, well, when we bought our house in 1961, it already had a flag thing uh, next to the front door. Yeah. To stick your flag out on, on a 45 degree angle. And I used to put it out and take it in uh, on uh, certain days. Yeah. Uh, it was just, the, but anyway, this, this guy my decided, okay, I won't fly. Uh, what's that? Yeah. I won't, fl- I won't fly my pride flag. But he actually lit up his entire house in colors, like the White House did uh, when uh, uh, marriage came, uh, legal, oh, uh, did he? equal marriage came That's in. That's good. So he lit his whole house because there was no homeowner uh, law to against police how he did that. House. Yep. A good, uh, now, your, your friend. Toast to you, sir. Toast yeah. to you. Uh, okay. So what else you got? Like, and, uh, okay. Um, the. the, the, the um, the great unwashed, or whatever we want to call the uh, conservatives and the Qs in America, yeah. have been now attacking everybody that they can get their sights on. Apart from uh, Uncle Joe and uh, Auntie Kamala, yeah. they, have, they have attacked uh, all kinds of people, which I didn't think you could possibly say negative things about. Yeah. But the one that really bothered me... Yeah. It's Anthony Fauci. Absolutely. Now, we talked about him last week. Yeah. Anthony Fauci, for 40 years, has been advising American presidents on, um, uh, you know, pandemics and things like that. Now, lo and behold, uh, apparently they stole his emails where he discusses the origin of the Wuhan virus. Well, immediately he's responsible for it. Uh, he's the devil. Of course, everybody blows it up. They're calling him uh, Trump's new Hillary. What and the Trump is fuck? his lat- lat- Anyway, have a listen to Brian Williams from MSNBC. Okay, is, talk about is, talk about this, and and I think you'll see that uh, this is really just really ridiculous. Okay, so here, go ahead. Here it is. It's really very much an attack on science. It is what it is. I'm a public figure. I'm going to take the arrows and the slings. But they're just, they're fabricated. Uh, and, and that's just what it is. But we'll, we'll, we'll just have to do our jobs. The attacks against Anthony Fauci have intensified this week following the release of his emails. And Axios warns the doctor is Trump's new Hillary, as they put it. They're reporting the former president intends to make Fauci a top target at his upcoming rallies. After all, remember, complaining about emails was a huge part of his 2016 campaign. Back with us tonight, Dr. Erwin Redliner, the founding director of Columbia's National Center for Disaster Preparedness, who advises us on public health. He's also a columnist over at The Daily Beast. And, Doctor, I want to start by playing for you and our audience some of Chris Wallace's remarks on Fox News. 
I've read reports and read through a number of the emails. There's no smoking gun there. This is highly political. I can promise you that you're, you're seeing it as a major talking point from Republicans. Before we start talk, calling for his head, uh, this guy who's been a devoted public servant for 40 years, maybe we ought to slow down just a little bit. Yeah, Chris Wallace is actually <laughs> there, there. There is lumps of shit that which Chris Wallace will not swallow. You know, there's lumps of it's total ama- shit. It's amazing that. But I mean, how does he? How does he stay there? How can he stay there? What Fauci? No, how could how could Chris Wallace stay? Because Fox? he's anchoring a nightly news broadcast. You know, he's a whore, but he's got. Yeah, he's one of. But he's a top yeah, quality Yeah, he's the most ethical whore in the whorehouse, actually. You know, I, just, I don't know what that statue looks like, but yeah. There's always a, a But he's a absolutely right. Hole, you know, yeah. I mean, what what it just draws attention to is how fucking desperate these people are. They're so desperate. Mm. They're so fucking desperate. And the thing is, is that we... I know I talked earlier about Trump not being a... Uh, a problem. He's off in the land of chocolate. Yeah, he is. And so are his followers. And his followers are around 70 million, evidently, according to the last vote. So, I mean, I, I think that one of the things I said last show, and I don't know if you agree with me, Randy, we got to, we got to, you can't wait six months to indict this guy. Indict him now. Yeah, do this it now. shit has got to stop. Because basically, if they indict him soon, he can't run for anything. The longer you take to indict him. this fucker and crush him, yeah, like crush him, yeah, yeah. Totally. I'm not talking current day politics. I'm talking Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> when somebody tries yeah. to take you out, cut off you his crush head. Them. Cut off his head. Yeah. yeah, and and this is Game of Thrones shit. It, it is Donald. Donald realized that he has that one thing, and I always said it. I said it last year. You said it last year. It's the Borg. He's got the Borg. Yeah. And he uses this. He's got. He's got them, and they I believe, believe him. him. And he he runs around the. He's starting to run around the country, waving that gun at the Republicans. And he's actually sitting there saying, "Man, I can, you know, I can pull this out," and they're believing him. Because actually, they have nowhere to go. Because, you know, they have nowhere to go. They're making the calculation that they can hold on to, they can make gains in the Congress next year if they get the Borg vote. And that is total, total calculation. So they're going to have to blame anyone for the shit they did. Anyone. And that's unfortunate. These people are have been there for a long time serving both Democrats and Republicans. Yeah. And like Fauci, forty years as a public servant, and they're having a well, go of course. But that is the re- like Donald. That's re- that is the Republican Party. That is the Republican. I was yeah. listening to. I'll, I'm going to throw in a clip right now, and I'll I'll, I'll show you what I mean. Uh, okay. Joe Scarborough always goes on about the good Republican Party back before there was Trump, and I keep saying they were they were assholes before. Uh, this is what the Republican Party does. It goes personal. It tries to destroy people. Doesn't care what it does, and they've been dicks for the last fucking since Nixon. They've been dicks. They've been dicks all the way back. One of the people that Joe Scarborough talked to, and he talks about halcyon days where the Republicans and Democrats could work together in Congress. He, he got in with Newt. Never. He got in with Newt Gingrich. 
in 96. Well, well, I, I decided, yeah, let's, let's take a look back at 96. How were the Republicans then? So, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to play you a little of Joe Scarborough's hero, Newt Gingrich, because this behavior is not just Trump. This behavior is what they've been doing for fucking years. Ladies and gentlemen, in our time vault here at the Bill Show. 25, 25, 25 years. Uh, yeah. Time vault. Uh, memory is our superpower. Ladies and gentlemen, the dulcet tones of Newt Gingrich starting in 1994. Have a listen. With, emergence, with immersion in English so people learn the common language of the country and so they learn the language of prosperity. Not the language of living in a ghetto. The secular socialist machine represents as great a threat to America as Nazi Germany or the Soviet Union once did. Mr. Speaker, respectfully, isn't that wildly over the top? No. We have to, frankly, break the back of the secular socialist machine, elect people committed to representing the American people, and then methodically rip the system apart. There is a gay and secular fascism in this country that wants to impose its will on the rest of us, is prepared to use uh, violence, to use harassment. Uh, I think it is prepared to use the government if it can get control of it. Gingrich warned of a takeover by atheist radical Islamists. People who disagree with the Bush policy administration, comparing them to those who enabled Hitler? Yes. People like me are what stand between us and Auschwitz. I see evil around me every day. What if President Obama is so outside our comprehension that only if you understand Kenyan anti-colonial behavior can you begin to piece together his actions? And he says, goes on to say, that is the most accurate predictive model for his behavior. I think that the mother killing the two children in South Carolina vividly reminds every American how sick the society is getting and how much we need to change things. The only way you get change is to vote Republican. You recently said black Americans should demand jobs, not food stamps. You also said poor kids lack a strong work ethic and proposed having them work as janitors in their schools. Can't you see that this is viewed at a minimum as insulting to all Americans, but particularly to black Americans? No, I don't see that. Tells you everything you need to know about the difference between Barack Obama and the five of us, that we actually think work is good. President Obama is the most effective food stamp president in American history. The NRA has been too timid. A Gingrich presidency will submit to the United Nations a treaty that extends the right to bear arms as a human right for every person on the planet. Yeah, so don't come up to me with all the good Republicans in the past (laughs) and how how they (laughs) are so much better than the Trumpites. Listen, tell you, they did the same thing to Barack Obama. They smear everybody. They smear everybody. Call yeah. socialist. And then they and then they play and the victim. And then they play the victim. Do you recognize this, Chuck and Jive? That's from what, 94, 95? A Gingrich that, presidency. That is the word. I nearly lost my dinner, and it was a great T-bone steak, too. But that's, that's not, disgusting. you know, I mean it's like, do you have that to was, remind yourself that that's who these are? <laughs> that's who they are. 
They are evil fucks. But the best food stamp president. The, 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 let me just talk about the fact that Barack Obama was the most effective yes, of course food stamp president. Most Americans, most Americans, and I would think Republicans as well as Democrats, depend on food stamps, which is a, a quite fair way to give people assistance yeah. in living. I had food stamps yep. when I was in college. I was given 50 cents in the dollar because I was a full-time college student. So I would buy food stamps for 50 cents for a dollar's worth of groceries. You couldn't buy alcohol. You couldn't buy tobacco. It was a great system, and it, it still, still work. works. But to actually attack, to attack well, food stamps. Most of, the military, most of the military, I understand, have to use food stamps. To get by because they're not paid enough as no, that's true. And, and, and the thing is, is that the cause yeah. of this, first of all, uh, after Roosevelt, you had a very uh, steady stock market because it was regulated, and then the yeah. conservatives yeah. came in under Ronald Reagan and they had deregulated everything, and that led to a boom and bust economy yeah. in which so many people became so poor and they became the working poor, and assholes like Joe Scarborough. Yeah. Created that because that's who Joe Scarborough's leader was. So when you listen to Joe Scarborough on Morning Joe yeah. go, oh, and, you know, back in the good old days, that's what the good old days. You had Luke Gingrich running around calling fucking Barack Obama a communist <laughs> and advocating that every yeah. everybody on earth and every troubled spot in the world should have a gun. <laughs> For fuck's sake. No, everybody in the world, yeah, everybody right? on earth. Under the United Nations. You guys were always batshit crazy. That's why I find it really difficult to listen to some assholes sit there and tell me, well, that didn't happen. Yes, it did. I lived through it. I know you guys. I've been against yeah. you guys yeah. since you Reagan. I know you guys. You, yeah. You're not talking to some asshole who just got off a turnip truck. I voted against Nixon. Yeah. So don't fucking start with me. You guys yeah. were always batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> We sh we shouldn't say batshit crazy because that was the start of the Wuhan virus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we should. So anytime. <laughs> here's one. Here's anytime uh, you need to refresh your memory. I I would be glad to refresh your memory. Oh, by it, the way, there is. All, a, can I just can there, I drop yeah. another clip? Just another clip. Okay. All right. Okay, yeah, please, ladies and gentlemen. Do. This is the clip. I love dropping this clip every now and then. When I when I sit here in, in, in isolation and I have to watch Joe Scarborough on Morning Joe uh, talk about how terrible it was and Donald Trump is Donald Trump is just terrible. I like listening to this over and over again. Uh, from the election, ladies and gentlemen, this is the hot mic at Morning Joe. Ah, during the first, during the primary <laughs> of the election. Here it is. And it sounds like this. What do you have after this? I make a speech, uh, get on a plane, make a speech. I'm working. Well, I tell you what, I tell you, like the Bloomberg poll, all, all the polls out today look great in South Carolina. All of them. Yeah. They look good. Well, well, so, but I'm being hit. You know, they're spending $75 million in negative ads on me over the last two weeks. Are they catching on at all? No. What do you think? Are they catching on? No. They're vicious. They're spending a tremendous amount on negative ads on me. No. You know what I thought was the um, kind of 
wow moment was the guy you brought up on stage. Yeah, that was good. Um, we played it several times this morning. We played it up against the, Obama. The both guys. The both, both guys. guys. Oh, yes, we played Obama first. The young guy and was the champ. And then we played the guys. I saw it. I watched your show this morning. Oh. You have me almost as a legendary figure. I like Well, I tell you, this morning, what we, what we basically said today was we were completely wrong about the Totally. Debate. Yeah. I thought. I thought I did really well in the debate show, I have to tell you. <laughs> I didn't. Yes, Alex? Three viewer questions. You, you did not, right? Oh, my God. I was like, he's melting down. I think his really? head's going to explode. I thought your head was going to explode. We were wrong. I did. We, we thought what? We your head wrong. was going to oh, explode. Oh, no. Yeah. I thought <laughs> I did. Oh, yeah. My daughter was screaming at the by, by the way, By the way, he told me. He goes, I was having fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> Right. What do we have, one more segment? One more segment, and then we're good. Thank you for doing this. Okay. I'm doing it because I, I said nothing. You, know, you, get, you get great ratings and a raise. Mm-hmm. Me, I get nothing. We're getting a real window into your... So... Well... Just make us all look good. That's right. Exactly. Oh, okay. do you don't want me to do um, the ones with the, um, um, deportation? We really have to get to some questions. That's right. Nothing nothing too hard, Mika. Okay. Jesus, why don't you guys get a room, huh? Yeah, slurp, 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 slurp. Get a fucking room, all right? Suck, suck ass, suck ass, suck ass. Yeah. Seriously, man. That was Joe and Mika during the primary, okay? And I have a knowledge of that because I I cut and pasted that for like years ago. And every time I sit and watch this blowhard go, no, it's not us. We're the good Republicans. Fuck you. Sideways. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you, know, the, you had my, Trump sitting my... there going, you had Trump sitting there going, nothing too difficult, and Mika going, of course, let's all just look good. Fuck you, but Joe. Hot, 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 Fuck Mon, you. hot Mike. Hot Mike lost the election for uh, uh, our friend uh, the the Bishop uh, uh, Romney. Uh, his hot Mike of all forty seven percent aren't going to vote for me, so they don't matter. That little yeah. hot Mike. Recorded by a waiter at a, an event, yeah. Yeah. Ca- cost him the election. That little yep. hot mic. Yep. But yeah, you think yeah. Trump? Trump with his uh, locker room talk of grabbing pussies. All those. All those recordings. Oh uh, yeah, wa- yeah, that's right. Water yep. off a duck's back. Yeah, water off a duck's back. But Joe and Mika should get a little circumspect because yeah. uh, they, they they basically you have a lot of these ex Republicans running around telling the Democrats, well, you should do this. Yeah, because you guys did such a great job. Yeah. <laughs> shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up, all right? Just shut the fuck yeah. You got some fucking balls, man. Anyway, anything else you got for us, Randy? Anyway, anyway, you know, no, I'm just uh, – next show, I'm going to do a number on uh, MTG. Okay. Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, oh, dear. The queen of, the queen of Q. I just yeah. cannot stand that woman. She opens her mouth. She votes, uh, shoots herself in the mouth every time she votes. Uh, no, she's she she's n- Michelle no, Bachman. No, she's a Michelle yeah. Bachman clone. That's all she is. Oh, worse, worse. I think worse. Anyway, uh, nah. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna I'm gonna have her her in my sights uh, uh, okay. for my rant my rant next show, which will be soon. We will be soon. We are going to try to keep up a rather blistering pace here at the Bill Show. See how we go. But uh, one a week, one a week, one a week, one a week. What if we actually do this for a job? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm I'm gonna I'm taking a van. I'm taking you all of you with me. So if you're interested, please uh, give us. Uh, you can 
write us if you like. Uh, yeah. the and bills we'll actually on, interview you on uh, on Zoom. Uh, we yeah, absolutely. Do, do the bills on XBR at gmail.com. And, uh, and we will be setting up that Patreon button soon. And uh, we hope that you have a good week. And it's been. Do, do people realize that we do this show? We're never in this. We haven't been in the same room for years. No, I don't even know who do the they, fuck you they, are. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what you look like. But, I don't uh, know. You, ah! and I, you and I right now are at least 150 kilometers apart. That's right. We, weekly. I live in Castle, Maine, which is yeah, well yeah. outside of Melbourne. And you well, live, listen. Uh, well, uh, well, to the east of Melbourne. And also, I've done the show all the way from America. We just do you, it all. Uh, we, we're, we're in two different places. We and have we can had. Just do it by, we yeah. are the most persistent podcasters. We are just <laughs> persistent. We don't, we don't leave. That's what we are. That's what we are. <laughs> If anything Persist- is not persistent, you can call us anything you like, just not late for dinner. Absolutely. Hey, guys, listen, it's great to spend some time with you. Uh, drop us a Thank note you, if listener. you want. Thank you, listener, yeah. Yeah, and we will see you next time on The Bill Show with Randy, and bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>